0: Los It's
1: your social media lawyer, Ian Corzine. Welcome to the Social Media Law Podcast. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer. I'm on a crusade to help creators, just like you, understand the law and protect their artistic freedom. Today, I'm going to be joined by Darwin Liu of the X Agency. Uh, he's going to give us top three tips for getting rich online. By the way, if at any time during the podcast, you want to email me, you can reach me at podcast at iancorzine.com. That's podcast at iancorzine.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at iancorzine. Today, I am very excited to be joined by Darwin Liu of the X Agency. What's up, Darwin? Hey, how's it going, Ian?
0: Very nice to meet you. And I love the name, by the way. <laughs> oh,
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, you are an amazing man. You started out with nothing and then rose to riches. Uh, so we are very excited to hear about your story and your tips for how we all and can get rich online and then we don't do podcasts and we can just live in an island somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the tip, I guess the, the, the biggest tip I would say, I think we both know is that um, there is no magic sauce, right? Oh,
1: okay. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. First, I always start a podcast off with a story in which the guest helps someone. Uh, it could be a personal story or maybe a business story, but I always like to kind of get a good feel for my guests when I, when I hear that story. Do you have a story for us on when you help someone?
0: Yeah, the funny thing is we actually have a story just about maybe a week ago, right? So, um I was on a call with a client and this actually is now our tagline, like, kind of funny, but I was on a call with our client and and you know, for some reason she just hopped off for for no apparent reason, right? You know, yeah. no, one, no one no one just jumps off a Zoom call without saying anything. So, mm-hmm. I texted her really quick and just to see what she's up to and it was just mumble jumble. So, um Called her, and by the way, I live in Boston, and she's all the way in um, Boise, Idaho. I don't even oh. know. I'm, I'm actually uh, uh, saying that correctly. Yeah, uh, you said it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> did <I? laughs> Okay, and um, you know, and then we were. I was uh, calling her. I was just trying to get a gist of what, what she's up to. But she's again, she still wasn't saying what was you know the. I guess what I was asking. So then I was like, all right, well, give me an address. And and normally, when I whenever ever anyone sort of makes these calls or, or say, give me an address, you're really hoping that it's not for real, right? Like, you don't really ever actually, you know, want someone to give it and say, call the cops or whatever. So, um, she gave it and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to call the cops. She goes, yeah. And long story short, I called the cops. Um, the cops here were just like, um, are you sure Boise, Idaho? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of weird, but yes. (laughs) Um, they, they sent the ambulances. She's all good. I think, I think our tagline now is or, or might actually really fully change to, um, we don't just rescue your marketing we actually rescue uh, our our partners too you know (laughs) wow
1: Wow, you guys really go the the extra mile that's really really good story so you're saving not only our business but also our our physical bodies too that's awesome
0: (laughs) yeah at the end of the day you know it it is uh it did feel good that that we were actually able to do something like that and you know it really it's really not just about the money it's actually about helping people so
1: I totally agree with that. Now, you have a really interesting story, a background story for how you got into online marketing. You didn't set out to be the master of online marketing. Tell us what happened in the beginning. What got you interested in it?
0: Yeah, well, at the end of the day, school wasn't really for me, right? It was more just for fun. Um, I went to party school. I didn't really use my major. I picked the easiest one I could think of, which was economics, right? And uh, throughout college, I was playing poker. I was really good at online poker. I I was always doing my little side businesses. So it was always business at the end of the day right so yeah. when i was all said and done um you know with well, me being asian everyone around me are expected to be doctors or, or lawyers or accountants or something <laughs> i didn't even know that so i, I, I googled out uh, how to get rich online and it was um online marketing so that was in i think 2008 when i when i googled that and you know mom's basement spending my own money doing marketing back then Facebook just came out, um, still the wild west. You can post any single freaking thing you want. There was a lot of, you know, loopholes that you could have done, done on Facebook. You could mark an affiliate scam. So we could have done a lot back in the day, right? Um, yeah. For two years, tried it. I think spent maybe over 30 grand on my own credit card. Didn't go anywhere, right? I mean, I had wow. some wins, lost for the most part, but then I, I failed. So I had to get a, a job at an agency entry level, work my way up. but. Um, it was it was always sort of a means to an end. It wasn't really the end, right? So I was still working there, you know, um, parents saying, you know, I told you so you should have done this earlier, but what they really didn't understand was I was still trying to do my stuff. So building my network, uh, having my own side clients, and eventually, finally, I left just about two and a half to three years ago, started X Agency. Um, we, we've grown tremendously since. Um, double-digit growth every single year. I think we're I don't even know right now, even during COVID, we or just hiring another person i think we had 13 maybe uh mm-hmm. customers and then we are we just had we have three four interns so we're, we're definitely growing we we um yeah i mean i mean that's that's the story that's the
1: story now tell us what exactly does x agency do i'm coming to you my brand is your social media lawyer and i'd like to get more popular what can you do for me
0: yeah so <laughs> i guess the side question. I mean, the side answer is I can't do a single thing for you. Um, <laughs> we can, right? Um, we do digital marketing, but when I started, out, I, I carved a niche. So we focus on e-com mid to price level companies, right? So, so our typical client is a um, you know a um, a company making say ten to two hundred million dollars a year. They they sell something online as a product. You know, it's not a, a infographic. It's not a you know info product, or it's not a membership thing. It's more we, we sell physical products, and that's sort of our expertise, right? However, um, I think both you and I know that, for the most part, the niche or the category is, is brings a little difference. But we, we, you know, 70 to 80% of marketing is marketing. We know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. So, I mean, we do, you know, uh, we do paid ads. We, we do uh, paid social. We do brand ambassadors, affiliate marketing programs. We do email marketing. Um, everything except for... basically sort of what you do, which is a lot of the organic social stuff. Um, Just because for me, I'm always a numbers driven guy and, and being the the creative, you know, the design piece where it was always finding the brand voice or understanding that piece was never my thing. And I couldn't build a system off it. So,
1: well, I I know I, I I just see it exactly what happens. You know, you were into poker, so you're obviously very good at math. Uh, You speak fast. So you need things fast. And I think, that you would probably agree with me when I said that, uh, you know, PPC or Facebook ads is the quicker way to grow. You're paying for the attention as opposed to the longer term plan of organic SEO, right?
0: Uh, 100% agree. Now, I'm going to throw a caveat in that. Um, You need both, right? Because at the end of the day, paying for playing, you know, paying to play only goes so far. You're not you're, you're doing it quick and fast, but you're really not building your customer base. You know, you're, you're, you're not focusing on the customers. You're not doing the organic side of things to actually sort of grow the customer, you know, relationship and all that. So Mm -hmm. yes, um, we, we do also do organic SEO. Uh, just, it's not the, you know, organic social piece, but yes, um, I do love the fast piece first. I, you know, paid is, is our main bread and butter. Mm -hmm. Um, but I actually believe in the full e-com cycle. So, we do need both. You know, I, I don't believe in any sort of one channel is always better than the other. It's sort of a holistic approach.
1: Okay. Now, now when we're moving into uh, uh, pay-per-click stuff, do you have specific guidance on that? Are you, do you guys just do a lot of research on keywords that are related to your clients' businesses and then just try to pump some money into it?
0: Uh, no. Uh, actually, that I would say that's probably just the, the fundamentals of sort of what any um, SCM program should really be, right? Okay. Um, approach that we take is, I would say, probably a little bit different. What I would say is if you're reading something on Search Engine World or Search Engine Land, that's probably not <laughs> this is the secret sauce, right? I think uh, a lot of us, what, what what we push online is is almost always what everyone does, right? So what I would say is the the, the key difference sort of to how I like to approach something Is um, you know, I think we talk a lot about average position or impression share, or trying to always be number one on the on the paid atmosphere or a paid landscape, right? Um, What we try to do is to try to show up in as many places as possible Mm -hmm. at the lowest cost per click as possible. Okay. So we're we're not bidding for top dollar. We're not trying to get number one, but with the money that our clients have, we're trying to stretch as far as possible. Because if I can get ten thousand, you know, let's just say if I can get ten thousand clicks at the same a monthly budget that you're getting for only just 5,000 clicks, right? Um, at the end of the day, I don't care if I'm one, two, three, or if I'm showing up on, say, you know, um, let's just say that the main search term versus a longer tail search term, um, if if people are searching for it and, and it's it's the correct category, um, we'll, we'll win any day, you know, so.
1: No, no, I, I want to break that down for a moment. Why don't you care if your client is third as opposed to first? He's just yeah. getting a better deal?
0: Yep. So if you, if you want to sort of picture it, right, um, if you're trying to get number one, I mean, just picture like a closed marketplace where you're, you're, you're trying to get the top spot, you're paying top dollar for it, but everyone's still coming anyways. Um, and if you don't have a million dollar budget, it doesn't matter because you're still going to spend your money. So if I can pay 50 cents a day showing up at the same landscape and still getting clicked and still spend my budget, why not? Okay. Why do I need number one? You know, so you're so. talking
1: about breadth as opposed to top. You know, the the, the vertical. you yep. um, yep. You rather show up number three, number five in a hundred places than to be number one in ten or less. Correct. Yep. Let's see. Okay. Interesting. So, oh, okay. And then do you guys have strategies for, cause I always differentiate between PPC and Facebook ads. I use the word Facebook cause you could advertise yep. on Instagram or whatever. <laughs> do you have a, do you have a, can you differentiate when you use either?
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> um, to be honest, I'm, I'm a Google fanboy, but for some <laughs> I actually love Facebook even more. I don't know why or how I can say that. Um, but you know, Google's always been afraid of Facebook because Facebook has all the audience demographics for sort of, you know, any one person, right? While Google guesses, they, they need to guess based on sort of your search history and how you're looking at things. While well, Facebook, I mean, they know exactly who you are. So a lot of times for companies that are just starting out, uh, you know, that, that they have VC funding and, and they're just starting out, we do a lot of Facebook just because it's, it's easier targeting. We can get them right where they're at. We can have proof of concept, right? versus Google it's it's really not you know someone is searching for something they're a new company they they come they they click through they're not ready to buy that the re- remarketing cycle is way longer so uh, it takes way longer to actually prove that you know this this product that this company or whatever they're doing is working so usually the small on the smaller side of, of companies we we do paid facebook first um, and then we we run google on on the you know for the lar- larger sort of bigger companies
1: i see so what you're saying is maybe with Facebook, you're going to get more, I don't know if it's personal interaction, but there's, there's better, a better opportunity to convert because either it's an image that's pleasing or it's a video that's pleasing as opposed to literally they type in, you know, uh, do a divorce and they just get up a listing of a website that does divorces
0: yeah so facebook is more finely tuned i would just say that meaning you know if i want to target the guy right next door you can definitely do it on facebook if it's done right you know so um our dollars are better spent in the first place in in facebook Google's well saturated now so it's way way harder uh it's gonna you know take longer on 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 the google side of things so
1: now you you all you know i guess you guys don't do a whole bunch of organic seo but you guys advise that that's an important part of your your whole marketing online budget when you talk about online, uh, I'm sorry, organic SEO, are you talking about blog articles? I mean, are you just saying be diligent on that?
0: Uh, okay, so, <laughs> sorry, I wasn't clear in the beginning. We do organic SEO, we just don't do organic social.
1: Uh, oh, no, organic social, I see, yeah. oh, I, I failed to distinguish, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because SEO we can definitely measure, social okay. we can't, right? I see. Okay. Um, yep, and on the SEO side of things, uh, yes, there's, there's there's more to SEO than just, you know, tracking rankings and, and blogging, right? Um. But blogging is always a big piece of it what I try to say about sort of anything that we do as marketers really is um, we only have about 24 hours in a day so you know there's always best practices to what you need to do but there's probably like a thousand best practices so what are we really gonna focus on right um mm-hmm. usually I mean for organic SEO there's a couple of big pieces one thing I really always tell people really is that if you're gonna do blogging for the most part, your blog probably won't even get seen or ranked or anything like that, right? Okay. So uh, instead of just focusing on your own blog, you should take whatever you know, calculate whatever time you're spending on writing these blog blog pieces, cut it in half, and then go do outreach. Go figure out how to how to find people, right? And there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that you can do to do that. I mean, they the scrape web web results, um, get you know email addresses really quickly, um, and then just reach out, right? So so. Cutting your time in half and doing outreach is way better than just writing all day on your own blog, because uh, you know, for the most part, you're not getting linked to right. Versus if you can actually get linked to from other people, then then that's, that's where it really comes from. And that's
1: what you mean by outreach. You're just saying that if you can get links to other people's websites, that's another part of the organic SEO picture.
0: Yeah, That's probably the biggest piece to be honest.
1: Yeah. I've heard about that from other people. Um, are there established, uh, I mean, well, first of all, you probably do this, but can you assist people with off-page SEO and in facilitating relationships other than me just DMing 100 people that are in my industry? Is there a is there strategy? Is there a, a service that could help in that regard?
0: There's a there's a ton of strategies. I mean, the funny thing is we just, so just us, you know, personally, right? There's a couple of things that we use and a couple of quick tips for you really is... Um, yeah you can let's just say you know if, if you're you're good with sort of search search uh, searching on google itself in terms of using the search operators uh you can quickly find let's just say in in your own category the top 100 top 50 uh bloggers who are actually say looking for for blog commenters or blog guest blogs right mm-hmm. that probably will take you 10 minutes if you actually know how you're searching okay that literally i mean scraping the results is actually really quick too um another 20 minutes you can just get the results really quick put it on your, put it on a Google Sheet and then use the Hunter, uh, mm-hmm. the Hunter Sheets add-on and that will just get all the contacts right away. Now okay. that is the, the DMing a thousand people piece, right? There mm-hmm. are obviously uh, paid, you know, uh, you can pay companies to do it, do that. I think even there's a big one called, um, uh, I forgot the name already, but if I find it, I'll let you know, but okay. they charge anywhere from 1200 to $1,500. Uh, I'm sure that, you know, they started out by reaching out to a thousand people over and over, but now they had their own sort of contacts, right? Where mm-hmm. at the new stations or, or at wherever it is or at the local places that, you know, if it was you in this category, they, they already know who it is. They'll just speed that out them really quick and just do it. So.
1: So it reminds me kind of like in YouTube, in our, in our language, sub for sub. It's kind of like these whole exactly. networks where <laughs> you just do that. Um, all right, cool. You mentioned the Hunter. Is that like, is that an app or is that an add-on to Google uh, Sheets?
0: Uh, it's an add-on to Google Sheets. So Sheets? it's called the Hunter app. Uh, sorry, Hunter Sheets add-on, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, it's Basically from the website, Hunter.io. They're, they're pretty big in the sales uh, part, but it will literally just... You know, take all the the emails that you might have. Sorry, take all the the URLs that you have, and just turn them into email addresses and give you a confidence index. So,
1: well, that's really interesting. Awesome, cool. Well, I will I will drop that link as well as all your links into our description section for our podcast. You know, we're getting close to the end. I wanted to see if you had for us. We've talked about. PPC, uh, Facebook ads, organic SEO, organic social, which is I guess what I do mostly. Um, do you have any like top three tips for us on how we get rich right now? Darwin, I want to be rich now. How do I do
0: that? <laughs> well, I want to be rich now? <laughs> top, three, top three tips really is that, um, you know, if all you care about is being rich, then you're probably not going to get there. So wipe that out of your mind. That's one, mm-hmm. right? Um, two is, I think we all know this, which is find, find a bigger why because mm-hmm. um without it i mean you're gonna you're gonna go through the hard times and uh if you can't you know fight through the hard times then without that why you're, you're gonna quit right yeah and i think that's the biggest tip that i i've seen from this just because i see a lot of kids who you know especially in this generation nowadays that that think that it's, it's like the next shiny object or the next tool or, or the next you know social yeah. media thing that comes out and it's uh you know the thing to getting rich isn't the, the getting rich part itself, I think it's actually going through the journey and learning everything through this journey, versus the instant gratification that that they think that they see on YouTube or, or you know, the next big star. They think that they just popped out of nowhere, right? They, they've they've yeah. actually gone through years and years of hell to actually just get here, so
1: mm-hmm. uh, they can
0: understand that. That's probably the the biggest tip that I can give. So mm-hmm.
1: there there are no shortcuts, right, Darwin?
0: <laughs> no, there there really isn't. This you know, it's probably the two percent of people who hit the lottery, right? But yeah. Even that they they haven't gone through the journey, so they're just going to lose other money anyway.
1: So yeah, and it's funny. I, I'm sure that you recognize this too. A lot of the creators that are my clients, that are larger creators, you know, they appear to look like they just popped out of nowhere. Like you know, they just got a million subs in in a, in a you know year or less. Um, but most of them have these multi-year stories behind them, like yours. Um, that maybe weren't visible and, and, or or you look at their channels and you see the hundreds of videos they made (laughs) in their bedroom with an iPhone or, or some sort of mobile phone. So it, it, it really, I mean, I think there are some exceptions, but for the most part, you just have to put in the work, right?
0: Yep, ex- exactly. And, and it's funny how, because when you do see these stars that come out, supposedly out of nowhere, right? I think mm. all areas are, wow, that guy's so lucky. Yeah, this guy's so lucky, you know, but you know. people don't really do. They never do see what they actually go through. So yeah.
1: Well, just like you 12 years. I mean, you, you mentioned that 2008 is when you started this quest in 12 years. Now you're up to 15 employees or you're, you're representing only, but the, the highest level companies, uh, you put in the work and you got the results, right?
0: Yep, exactly. And we're still going through right? We're still learning. We're definitely not at the end yet. So um, yeah, and I think that just the journey itself, I think you and I understand that we'll always probably be going through this until we're 60, 70, right? So. Yep. Oh,
1: I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yep. All right, well, Darwin, thank you so much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. I know you're a busy man. And also, I just want to say to my audience out there, I hope you got some value out of today's talk. By the way, as a reminder, if at any time you need to set up up an online consult or get some legal templates, you can go to iancorzine.com and get all your answers to social media law questions there. Please remember to subscribe to the Social Media Law Podcast with Ian Corzine. And if you could rate and review this podcast on Apple Music or iTunes, that would help us skyrocket up the charts. Darwin, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate
0: it. Oh, thank you so much, Ian. I love this, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. All right, all right.
1: All right. That's enough for today. I am Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer, and I'll see you next week.